Marcus. Marcus Tone, we back. We're going to talk about these ugly-ass playoff games today. Oh. So we're going to talk about a little college, college. Go ahead, Marcus. I'm going to let you lead the segment, man. It's a quick one today, y'all. Playoff predictions. But we got some other stuff to talk about, too. Well, I mean, what do, I mean, it's honestly, it's so tough for me to talk playoffs right now after what I went through last week. Um, you know, for those who don't know, uh, the, the disenfranchised Cowboys. Um, you know, it's been a it's, it's it's been a tough week for me, like I said. But uh, but right now, I, I would probably say this playoffs. I think Brady uh, and those guys. Were you listening to uh, uh, 21 Savage All Week, or were you listening to uh, the 21, 21 Gun Salute Tap? Uh, actually, I was listening to Young Jeezy. I actually uh, found my old CD book, and I put in some Young Jeezy. So. Damn. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I, if I want to go on a date with Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady right now. So... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what my fallback plan is right now. I'm still in the valley of indecision currently. Well, I mean, hey, football Saturday, man. Football Saturday, man. We got uh, two games lined up for the day. Cincinnati mm. Bengals against uh, the <laughs> – oh, my God, I almost had a brain fart. I almost said Houston Oilers. But mm. uh, against the Tennessee Titans, mm. and then uh, at the AFC game, and the NFC game is going to be classic matchup again, man. I guess everything with the 49ers, this this, this playoffs is going to be a classic matchup because it was a, it was a classic matchup from the 90s last week against the Cowboys. This week, it's a uh, Green Bay, the Green Bay Packers. Uh, the the conference leading Green Bay Packers, who had a chance to sit out a week, they're gonna be they're gonna be taking on the Forty ers this week, who defeated the uh, Cowboys last mm-hmm. week. So, yeah. What you thinking about the games, man? Let's start with the AFC. Derrick Henry, King Henry is back. What you gonna do when they come for you? What's going on in the AFC game? Well, I mean. Somebody like that, you know, you just you able you hope they uh, they have little durability and they're able to hold up. Uh, but they done they've done decent thus far without them, you know, uh, such an intricate player at a very important position. But I mean, I don't know, and I, I don't. I mean, these these games right here are it's either you know three points or ten points. Is a is going to be the deficit as far as the difference. So though, these these though, these are the type of teams right now where you know it can go either it honestly can go either way. You know, three or four mistakes to cost you the game. Yeah, I agree. Coach T said, uh, in his opinion, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, man. So he's been referencing that into the running back situation uh, with Derrick Henry. And for those who are unaware, Derrick Henry has been out since October 31st, Halloween, where he uh, suffered a foot injury that requires surgery and uh, time for him to recover. So he only played eight games this year. So 
as a running back, that could mean a couple things. You know, it could be a situation for him where the rest was there and he kept working on his cardio and, you know, he's a, he's built like an ox and he's, he's ready to go. Or just like with any other running back who has sat out, mostly due to uh, contract disputes, and they come back in and snap, crackle, and pop, man. Something happens. Hamstring, growing, knee, Achilles, anything of that effect could happen. So they're saying that he's not going to be limited in his uh, in his game time touches. So it's going to be pretty interesting to see will they allow him, will they insert him and allow him to be the bully or try to be the bully against Cincinnati or will they try to work him in and, you know, get him going because it's just one game. You know, this is not the Super Bowl. This is just one game. So, And hence, and, and this is, and this is what hence the reason why Roger Goodell uh, and, and folks and company are doing such a uh, fantastic job with the NFL because of case and scenarios uh, such as this, to be able to have a star be out of the lineup and the team still be able to push forward and still be effective and then having the drama of your star running back player come back. And, you know, so it, it, I don't know. I, like I said, I, I just take my hats off to Roger Goodell. Uh, he, he's doing a fanatic. He's doing a phenomenal job right now. Seriously. Absolutely, man. Tennessee Titans, uh, and they started the season off with a great, well, with an interesting off season. They acquired Julio Jones, who, to be quite honest, I mean, I'm not a Tennessee fan, but I'm looking at the stats. He ain't mm. do shit since he came to the team. I mean, his lowest productive season ever, uh, 430-some-odd yards receiving this year, one touchdown. One touchdown from Julio Jones. So he hasn't come over and dominated. He hasn't been the impactor for them. Uh, they they heavily relied on the run game. But the pass game has been effective as well with Tanning Hill. I definitely do not want to discredit him, but Tanning Hill turns the ball over a lot. A lot, lot, a lot. Tannehill, no risk. No reward, baby. Hey, 21 touchdown passes, 14 interceptions. From Ryan Tannehill, he turns the ball over a lot. No guts, no glory. No guts, no glory. One one intercept. Oh, excuse me. One fumble for a loss. Um, but so those those things are going to be huge factors today because you're playing against a team that, for a lack of better words, they're going to lay it all on the line, man. The Cincinnati Bengals have not been here since Icky Woods. <laughs> yeah. I, I I ain't count what Carson Palmer did a couple times in the playoffs, or it, it may have been uh, uh, Andy Dalton. I can't remember. Yeah, it was, it was probably more or less Andy Dalton. I know they had a run uh, where they were playing against Pittsburgh in the playoffs about six, seven years ago. Um, so this is this is gonna be a huge game right here, man. You got Joe Burrow, the hot young gunslinger. Uh, out, of, out of LSU, you got uh, Jamar Chase, the homie from LSU. 
that won a national championship down there when they went undefeated. And so they, they really got things clicking offensively. And I'm not going to overlook Mr. Mixon, their running back. So Oh, shout out on you, baby. There it is, man. They got a running back. They got a quarterback. They got some, some, some worthwhile receivers. Now the question is, will the defense show up today? And can they put that big can they put that big man in check if he gets rolling? Yeah, but uh shout out to Joe Barrow, man. I mean, like he I mean, as far as this whole notion uh that that people talk about the uh great white hope and, and, and things of that sort. I mean, how about an individual to go to a team with nothing, uh, a fresh, uh, highly talented uh, rookie, and to be able to manifest himself uh, in a place like that and, and to be able to compete uh, at a high level consistently early this early in his career, and which I don't think he gets a lot of the media love that he's supposed to. I'm not sure if it's the LSU uh, type of debacle or whatever. But I mean that young man right there to me, uh, he, he, Big Ben can happily retire now, knowing that he's playing the game of football. Well, I don't, I don't think we have to, uh, we don't have to downplay anything with Joe. Um, the Great White Hype theme definitely works in the NFL, mm-hmm. <laughs> based on you know the number of white quarterbacks that have won the Super Bowl championship versus uh, any other ethnicity. Or race. Mm-hmm. So uh, that that definitely is something that's working to his favor. Um, but I mean, the gameplay alone, the guy's working, man. That kid Jamar Chase is is, is doing a hell of hell of a hell of a job this year, man. Over fourteen hundred yards receiving from Jamar Chase, and uh, and 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 the running game was there. So this this a good matchup. As I'm looking at these guys, I'm looking at the leaders. Bengals against Cincinnati right now. So, so you can't I, – I, I don't – I mean, it sounds like you're taking away the credit from them, honestly. Like, I don't I don't see where that was – what you just said was not really complimentary to what I just made a statement about. I hear you, man. I'm just – hey, I'm just calling it like it is at the end of the day. You know? <laughs> calling it like it is at the end of the day. Like, uh, I mean, we, you know – I don't want to. I don't want to over glorify these guys, and then they get out there and they play a bum ass game, and then we get a blowout. You know, it's, yeah. it's still it's, it's, hey, it's still WKRP Cincinnati, baby. Well, uh, I mean, but but at the, I mean, what whatever happened to paying homage to momentum, right? You know, live in the time, understand where you are right now, and that's all I'm simply saying as far as that compliment goes with that young man. He, he he has come a long ways, and he's won a lot of tough games. And, and I know he has a little talent and things of that sort, but, you know, there's Manziel and there's other guys, you know, that, that really couldn't get it done that were highly talented coming out of college. And he's one of the first ones in quite some time to really stand up to, to what they say he is, supposedly, right? Right, right, right. Carson Palmer uh, couldn't get couldn't – get going over there and uh Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. You know, those guys. They had Ocho Cinco, TJ Husmazada in the mm-hmm. past. Great, great wide receiver combination. Uh I won't forget uh, uh Chris Henry, uh who 
was a talented young receiver out of West Virginia that uh, met an early demise uh, through a freak accident. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so on and so on. And a few defensive players, of course, notable, notoriety, you know, albeit he wasn't the top defender. But, I mean, who can forget Pac-Man Jones and his tenure with mm. <laughs> Personal. Coach, Coach Marvin Lewis over there, man, was – Oh, shut up. Was, was consistent for a while, man. But, hey, listen, you got, Joe, you got Mixon with 1,200 yard, 1200, 1200 yards, 13 touchdowns on the ground. Uh, Joe Burrow, 4,600 yards passing. Oh. 34 touchdowns thrown, 14 interceptions. Chase, again, 1,455 yards receiving, 81 receptions. And 13 of those 34 goddamn touchdowns went to that kid. Over there, so the offense, yeah, we heard you. Yeah, we heard you. <laughs> yeah, the, the offensive production on the other side of the ball, it kind of, I mean, on the other on the other side of the field, looks a little different. Although Tennessee is twelve and five, <sighs> I mean, they were anticipating Derrick Henry going back to back two thousand yard seasons. That didn't happen, obviously, because of the foot injury. Nine hundred thirty-seven yards, ten touchdowns, and an abbreviated season for him. And the wide receivers, I mean, top leading receiver, five touchdowns, 869 yards. So, when you're looking at it from a skill perspective, team for team, matchup for matchup, Cincinnati is an underdog, man. Uh, Four-point spread right now for the Tennessee Titans. But I want to say this in regards mm-hmm. to the edge. Mm-hmm. I want to get my facts straight. And I'm, I'm researching, this, researching this right now, but if I'm not mistaken – Cincinnati beat Tennessee in the regular season. Once again, Roger Goodell. <laughs> and, but that's what I'm saying. But is Cincinnati, is it the Cincinnati Cinderella? You know, at the end of the day, right? I mean, uh, hey, I, I got I to believe in something. You know, I just got my credit card bill for Christmas, right? So I need something to believe in, right? Absolutely. And it's Joe Barrow. Absolutely. Go, Bo. go, go Joe. Go Joe. There we go. I mean, yeah, we got a Biden. Now we got a Barrow. So I mean, <laughs> we got a Joey B. Joey B, baby. Joey B. Joey B right now. So we'll we'll see we'll see how that thing play out, man. But I'm I'm trying to pull pull the records up because I I want to go ahead and uh, correct myself if I did make a mistake. Now we got receiving receiving. Man, what happened here? Stats. Stats, 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 stats. Ah, ah, stats are moving slow right now. So, the hell with the stats, man. Second, uh, who you picking, though? You, 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 you rolling with Cincinnati or you rolling with the, uh, the favorites? So, so, I guess what you're telling me is you, you don't – you don't understand my rhetoric. Yeah, I hear your rhetoric. Uh, oh, so I mean, so so I guess, so I mean, I, I, are you talking like online or in person, right? You know, no. I, so I, uh, I, I hear your I hear your rhetoric, but you got to stand on that shit. So well, so give, so give us a team. Uh, we got we got Cincinnati by we got Cincinnati by ten. Cincinnati by ten. Holy smokes. Yeah. That's a hot take right there. Yeah, Vegas. Yeah, nothing to do with Vegas. 
Nothing to do with Vegas. Good God. Cincinnati by 10 for my guy Hayden over there, man. Well, I'm yeah. going to look at it like this, man. <sighs> I'm not going to get long-winded about it. Uh, I'm not I'm not a favorite of uh, – man, I don't know why I keep wanting to call them the Houston, Houston Oilers today, man, but the Tennessee Texans. I mean, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the uh, – <laughs> <laughs> man, that was a long that that move happened a long time ago. But anyway, the, 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 the Tennessee Titans. I'm not a fan favorite of them. I'm always going with how I personally feel about the game. I, I never look at uh, all of the crap that goes into game. So I mean, I'm rolling with Cincy. Cincy, man. Yeah, man, I'm going with them Bengals, man, because uh, I need some I need some redemption from the uh, from the college playoff series, man. You know, because I was going with Cincy over Alabama, so hopefully Burrow and the gang can pull off this uh, victory for me today and upset these Tennessee Titans. And um, you know, that's my take on it. So we're going double Cincy over here. Look at the second matchup, man. Second matchup is going to be Green Bay. Your guy over there, Aaron, A. Aaron. Oh, thank God. Jimmy no, G <laughs> in the 49ers. Get him back from me, Aaron. A. Aaron. Get him back. Ooh, this is a classic matchup, man. So <laughs> you want, hey, you want some payback? You want some payback for what was done to Dallas? And uh, I don't know. A lot of people. A lot of people want to upset because they really want Tom Brady to have an easy road to the Super Bowl. So, I mean, it, it, it's it's a it's a different situation, man. So, whew. there's only one there's only one person Tom Brady secretly hates in America, and he so happens to reside in Wisconsin. You know, uh, at, at the end of the day, you know. Uh, like we spoke. Talking about, are you talking about the Paul Pierce of uh, <laughs> of the NFL? <laughs> I, I mean, this is the most I've ever laughed online on there. I tell you, I tell you what, but like, like I said, I mean, uh, it, it has to be this complexity because why is this guy? He only has one Super Bowl, right? And I and I'm on my way to getting six, seven, or eight of them. However many one, Tom Brady. One has. ring, one ring, one speaking ring. But I bet if I was to put together an online algorithm for how much the media talks about Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady, I bet it would probably go in Aaron Rodgers' favor. Um, oh, absolutely, he's the media darling. He is a media darling. We say we hate him, but we can't get enough of him. So shout out Aaron Rodgers. Go ahead and do what Dak couldn't do, man. We ride with you. Thirteen and four, man. Thirteen and four this season. Statistics: four thousand one hundred fifteen yards passing. <clears throat> but Joe Burrow had more than him. Uh, thirty thirty-seven yard, thirty-seven touchdowns thrown, and four interceptions, man. Probably led the league in touchdown interception ratio, more than likely. Uh, receiving, he has one of the best in the business, man. Adams, Mr. Adams, number 17, 1,500 yards receiving, 123 receptions, 11 touchdowns. 
Now we're going against the machine over here, the kids. Debo, Debo Samuels, 77 receptions with 1,400 yards of production, but only got in the end zone six times. So now that's going to be one of the things that the 49ers are going to have to overcome. They're going to have to rev it up against this goddamn going offense of the, the page, uh, excuse me, of Green Bay because Green Bay electrifies every time the offense takes the field. And people thought they were going to have a bad year based on how they started. They lost the first game. A lot of people counted Green Bay out after just losing the first game of the season. And they played against New Orleans. They got, you know, they, they they got they got tarred and feathered, man, thirty eight to three. But since then, uh, I'm looking down the list here. Seven consecutive games of at least twenty four points scored, oh. and then their last few games. I'm gonna go with the last six games. I'm not gonna count. I'm not gonna count the last game of the year because that's the team resting. But still. They average 31 points for the last seven games. So that's 24 or better in the first eight and 31 on average closing out the season. They're clicking offensively, man. Yeah, but there's two words that we forgot about, uh, and I'm a little biased. Because uh, I've known these, uh, he and his family for for several years is Alan Lazard. Um, and when you when when you have a guy where it's third and long, and he's able to come up with a touchdown with thirty or forty yard reception, it it it, it really he really throws a monkey in the wrench as far as teams not necessarily prepared for him, but he's a playmaker. He may only average under 75 to 100 yards per game, but he's averaging at least 30 yards per reception per carry. So that's that kid from Florida, man. Alan Lazard is from Iowa. That kid's from Florida, man. How's he from Florida? He's from (laughs) Florida. Hey, I'm man, you got – I'm just trying to throw you off, man. I'm trying to throw you off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys get the stamp uh, on everything. You guys get a stamp on defense and, and corners and safety. We got to at least have a kid from, from the state of Iowa uh, who's actually balling in Green Bay for the first time. I don't think we've ever had a wide receiver from the state of Iowa to play this well at that position. That well at the position, man. See, you say Alan Lazard. He's doing pretty good, man. Uh, we got a we got a matchup early in the year. My bad. And when I when I said that, I I, I meant Valdez Scantley is from Florida. I got him mixed up. I did. I got him mixed up. That's right. The, the third the third receiver is is, is from Florida. Representing UCF, baby. Representing UCF. Yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna say where Allen went to school though. <laughs> Hey man, here we go. The matchup in the in the early in the early part of the year, uh, the score was thirty. Score was thirty to twenty eight. Mm. September twenty sixth matchup, victory went to Green Bay. So they've already met once this year already, and it went in the favor went into Green Green Bay. Now they're going in the Lambeau Field. Green Bay's rested. 
And we hear what you said, man. You you look <laughs> you looking for some personal gratif personal gratification. Not necessarily redemption, but personal gratification with an upset. I'm going with uh I'm going with San Fran. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Like whoa. Whoa, yeah. no, 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 no. That's like whoa. Yeah, R.I.P. Black Rob. R.I.P. Black Rob. Straight up. My, 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 but that told that that this is the stuff I talk about as far as you making me very uncomfortable. And stuff like this, man. I mean I I mean, are you serious? So you said the second week of uh play in the playoffs or whatever. So you betting against Aaron Rodgers this early? Is that what you're telling me? I'm, bet, I'm betting against Aaron Rodgers because uh, Tom Brady beat him last year at the five seed and went on to win the Super Bowl. He was the number oh. one seed last year. Whoa! And we, I mean, we only talking about the Paul Pierce of uh, the NFL. I don't know how to take that. When I, oh, take that. Take. Oh man, you all love a bad boy today, huh? <laughs> yeah, when, when it when it when it counted. He couldn't get the job done last year. But one interesting thing about this this year's playoff matchup, the matchup as far as the head coaches of peers that started this thing together a couple of years ago back in the Washington Washington Redskins at the time under Coach Shanahan. So these coaches are familiar with one another, and it's going to be a chess match amongst the coaches. It's not even about the players today. It's coach versus coach. San Fran coach which is Kyle Shanahan's, uh, Coach Shanahan's son, and the uh, head coach of the uh, Green Bay Packers. And also the other coach was uh, – who, who was the third coach out of that pack? It was it was three-headed monster in that pack. All of them are in the playoffs right now. But nonetheless, again, like I said, it's going to be a chess match amongst coaches, man. It's going to come down to who can outwit the other person in play calling when it really counts. Uh, the field play is going to speak for itself because we got some dogs on that field. We got we, we got we got we got Debo Samuel's. We got Dante Adams. We got the running back for Green Bay who plays exceptionally well. And a a a a a Ron, he's not a chump man, but hey, Jimmy G got something to prove too. He's always had a chip on his shoulder. Always yeah, had his chip on his shoulder. Jimmy, Jimmy G got something to prove, man. Hey, Jimmy, Jimmy G trying to make it to to that matchup where he get a chance to play. It's, hey, what is it? What is it? Anakin against his uh, Anakin against Darth Vader, baby. Yeah. If he if if he makes it to the Bucks, if the Bucks can make it to the conference finals, it, hey, oh man, Padawan over there, man. It'll, it'll it'll be a it'll be an interesting matchup with Jimmy G versus uh, Tom Brady if we get an opportunity to see that. But like I say, man, I ain't gonna be long winded. Hold my tongue any further. I'm rolling well, with them. I, I sorry to interrupt you, but I just want to send bang, a, bang, 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 well, bang, 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 well, I want to send a shout out to uh, all the wives of both of the kickers uh, in this in this game coming up today. Because, you know, it, you know, it was it, it had to be stressful around the house. You know, laundry wasn't the same. You know, so, so shout out to all the wives of the kickers uh, in this in these games coming up because this, this is a make or break type of situation. I think it's really going to come down to some field goal kickers too. All I'm going to say is this. Bang, bang, Niners game, I give the edge to the Niners 
especially if my guy E40 shows up. Oh, man. Show it up and show it out in, <laughs> in Cowboys Nation. E40 shows up and he sits through that game outside in Green Bay. Definitely, I'm taking. I, I, I can see. I can see the 49ers taking this victory today. Yeah, man. But it's all good. That's the that's the top half for the day, man. We're gonna give y'all another show tomorrow, man. We're gonna go back to back. Back to back. That's how we gonna do it, man. We gonna we got gonna have a preview tomorrow. But man, what else going on though, man? Uh, yeah, I mean basically uh uh what what we have is is we we we've talked about this before. Uh, but the National Communist Athletic Association, uh, being the men's basketball department, is is really suffering right now, um, and, and it's it's very concerning because I would love to see the ratings of college basketball right now. It has taken a back seat. It, it's not even in the car anymore as far as going forward with progression. Uh, I don't know if they need to contract this out to Rich Paul's group or uh, FIBA, uh, but but something really needs to be done because we're we're the college basketball. I don't I don't even know if it's profitable anymore, honestly. So uh, it's concerning. Well, NCAA basketball. Shout out to Duke. They got a win earlier today. Coach Chichesky's grandson is playing a hell of a game. Beat up, mm-hmm. beat up on Bohan's people. You know what I mean? Bayhan's people over there. So. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah, so, I mean, it, it, it just all depends. But like I said, with the college rankings and stuff like that, uh, I, I don't, I don't even. You know, you know, slice of that pizza, man. Just say well, they're on the show. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it just, it just, it just all, it just all depends on what they're trying to do. Like I said, my my biggest thing is we gotta. I'm not saying we gotta promote superstars, but I, I just don't, I just don't understand how competitive it is. Uh, and I don't even have a solution. I just know there's a problem, which makes me very uncomfortable talking about a problem without a solution. So it's hard. But guess who ain't got no goddamn no problem? That guy over there, that guy over there, at USC. Oh boy, Lincoln Riley, man, he is revving up before the uh, official signing day, February second, for the NCAA football signees, high school, uh, college transfers, et cetera, et cetera. But through this transfer portal, aka free agency in the, in, in the league, you got your boy coming over, man. You got a. Uh, we got Dye, the running back, D-Y-E, that is, running back coming over from Oregon to yeah. He's transferred over to USC. So make sure you get your gear. Go ahead and uh, burn that OU gear. Get you some oh, no, man. Gear. Yeah, yeah, I, I've already, like I said, I've already, you know, I, I've already made my plans. Uh, Lincoln Riley is, is most definitely getting a pass to the barbecue, so we're good. Yeah, it is. Final notes, man. We're coming back tomorrow. It's all good. All right, Mr. Regina King, son. 
uh, heard that he tragically passed away. And she um, King, we, we've known her since uh, Bremen 227. So, you know, our condolences go out to her. And, and, and on, on, a, on, on that note, too, also, I mean, we, as me as a basketball coach for adolescent youth, uh, one thing we have to remember is suicide is the number one killer of, of uh, our teenagers and things of that sort. So sometimes when there's a problem, parents telling them to get out of your face and go to the room and do whatever, you know, sometimes it, it, it may be a call for help or vice versa with other different times. So my biggest thing is, I mean, not just spend time, but make sure we try to spend a little quality time and make sure we ask un uncomfortable questions because sometimes you can be surprised when they open up and talk to you about it. So, but yeah, that's a very serious note. Yeah, we're going we're gonna, we're gonna to do a show on that, man, exclusively, man. It's kind of early right now. I, I tend to not try to jump on the social media wave when it comes Absolutely. to, uh, to uh, news being announced like that, but we will get a show talking about um, – youth suicides, especially in the urban community, um, mm -hmm. more in depth. But, um, man, it's kind of rough. It's kind of rough out there. But on a, on a part note, my son hit me up like 1 in the morning. I'm out on the West Coast. I just hopped up and answered the phone because he want to talk about, he want to talk about conspiracies, ironically. But I'm just saying that to say, you know, just like you saying, talk to your kids, be there for them when they want to talk, uh, but always ask them questions as well. Don't just leave it. Don't just wait for them. And I'm not right. saying anything's wrong with my son. You're welcome. I'm not saying anything wrong with my son personally, but it's just one of those things, man. Somebody calls you in the wee hours in the morning, man, you got you to gotta, you gotta be responsive. You got to hop up and grab that phone because you never know what could, could, could happen. You could be the difference maker in someone's life to save their life, man. So, like I said, until next time, we'll see y'all tomorrow. We're coming back. We're going to talk about the next two games tomorrow, man. Peace. Mm -hmm.